my last video that I put out, I talked about the subject of doppelgangers, specifically related to the angel who broke Kepha out of prison in Acts chapter 12 in the house of Yochanan Marcus, and Miriam's household as well, who they suspected the man knocking on their door was Kepha's angel. And I matched that up with the acts of Kepha in which a man named Marcellus, a person who identifies as a senator, sees in a vision both Kepha and his guardian angel. And the guardian angel is his doppelganger, his mirror image, his, his celestial twin. Many of you were kind of like, wait, what? Like you didn't even know what to make of that. And it kind of makes you wonder if there's anyone else on the bookshelf with a heavenly twin, not just Kepha. Will you be happy to learn that I found one? Well, actually, I found several. Today for this presentation, I'll only be showing you two. Quick observation, I have established two texts which seek to describe Kepha's angelic twin, as I just mentioned, and in both examples, he was observed by another individual other than the apostle. To be fair, Ma'asim 12, and that would be Acts chapter 12, only exhibits the belief meaning that there were some within the house of Miriam who would have perhaps held that worldview. And they hadn't the faintest clue that an actual angel broke him out of prison, telling us that there's a breadcrumb trail left on part of its rider, Lucas. The angel breaking him out versus the doppelganger Kepha knocking on the door, at least that was the claim, appears to be purposefully placed by Lucas. Yosef is the other person the dude with the doppelganger. There are various Yosefs within the New Testament, but we're talking about Yosef of the 12 patriarchs, second in command over Mitzrayim, that would be Egypt. Once again, we are never given any indication that Yosef was given a firsthand awareness of the specifics regarding his double. The discovery comes through Aseneth, the penitent daughter of Potiphar, soon to become his woman. Though, FYI, she's actually the adopted daughter of Potiphar. Her mother was Dinah, the sister of the Twelve Patriarchs, making Aseneth the niece of Yosef. Anyhow, here's what she observed. And she looked up and saw a man like Yosef in every respect, with a robe and a crown and a royal staff. Yosef and Aseneth 14.8 the notion of the celestial alter ego couldn't be any more transparent this time around. Aseneth is given a vision of an angel, and he too is in the likeness of Yosef in every way imaginable, though greatly glorified. There is more which needs to be said, but then I just realized the injustice in giving you a snippet of a single verse rather than the greater passage. I did the same deed with Ma'asim 12, knowing you were a big boy capable of opening up the Bible to the chapter and verse for yourself. With Yosef Vanasseneth, a thorough reading of the entire book will garnish even further insight, far more than I'm going to go over today. I recommend you go that route, but for now, seeing as how I'm not looking to publish the entire book in this paper, the following text will probably do. This comes from chapter 14, by the way. And as Aseneth finished her confession to Yahuwah, Lo, the morning star rose in the eastern sky. And Aseneth saw it and rejoiced and said, Yahuwah Elohim has indeed heard me, for this star is a messenger and herald of the lights of the great day. And lo, 
The heaven was torn open near the morning star, and an indescribable light appeared. And Aseneth fell on her face upon the ashes. And there came to her a man from heaven, and stood at her head. And he called to her, Aseneth. And she said, Who called me? For the door of my room is shut, and the tower is high. How then did anyone get into my room? And the man called her a second time and said, Aseneth, Aseneth. And she said, Here am I, my Adonai. Tell me who you are. And the man said, I am the commander of Yahuwah's house and chief captain of all the hosts of the Most High. Stand up, and I will speak to you. And she looked up and saw a man like Yosef in every respect, with a robe and a crown and a royal staff. But his face was like lightning, and his eyes were like the lights of the sun, and the hairs of his head like flames of fire, and his hands and feet like iron from the fire. And Aseneth looked at him, and she fell on her face at his feet in great fear and trembling. Yosef and Aseneth chapter 14. So in review, Aseneth observes that the heavenly messenger takes on the appearance of Yosef in every respect, and not simply physically either. The unnamed angel even holds the same office as Yosef's earthly duties. Read it again. He claims to be the commander of Yahuwah's house and chief captain of all the house of the Most High, which is precisely what Yosef was in Mitzrayim, supposing Yahuwah is substituted for Pharaoh. The similarities don't end there either. Flipping a dozen or so pages back to chapter 5, and this is what we read. And Pentephres, that would be Potiphar, and his wife, that would be Potiphar's wife, and all his relations went out to meet Yosef. And the gates of the court that looked east were opened, and Yosef came in, sitting in Pharaoh's viceroy's chariot. And there were four horses yoked together, white as snow, with golden reins, and the chariot was covered over with gold. And Yosef was wearing a marvelous white tunic, and the robe wrapped around him was purple, made of linen, woven with gold. There was a golden crown on his head, and all round the crown were twelve precious stones, and above the stones twelve golden rays, and a royal scepter was in his right hand. Yosef and Aseneth, chapter 5, verses 3 through 6. Yosef was dressed in a white tunic and a purple linen robe, woven with gold. A crown was upon his head, also gold, whereas a royal scepter was clutched within his right hand. Well, the unidentified angel arrived in the same robe, crown, and scepter. Don't let the fact that both arrived from the east escape you either. It sure didn't slide past the attention of Aseneth. There is much to be gleaned from this encounter, and now I'm thinking a commentary on the book may be in order. Some of you will recall that just this last year, I finished a massive commentary on Bezora Kifa. That would be the Gospel of Peter. It's like well over 300 pages, 350 pages or something like that. The conclusion at present is that the mysterious guest is not simply Yosef's heavenly image. No, he is his celestial double. The doppelganger narrative doesn't end there, not by a long shot. I said I would go over two individuals in this video, and I'm showing you a painting which involves the sacrifice of Yitchak. I could hang two or three dozen more of them up on the wall, all depicting the same events, and the result would be the same. Much like Kifa's prison escape episode in Ma'asim 12, not one artist thought to invoke a certain look in Abraham's corresponding angel. Not that I blame them or anything. 
Quick review. Marcellus saw Kifa's doppelganger, as did Aseneth with Yosef's doppelganger. And now it is Yitchak's turn. The text I am pulling from is The Testament of Yitchak, wherein we encounter the following curiosity piece. It came to pass when the time drew near for our father Yitchak, the father of fathers, to depart from this world and go out from his body, that the compassionate, the merciful one, sent to him the chief of the angels, Michael, or Mikael, the one whom he had sent to his father, Abraham, on the morning of the 28th day of the month Misery. The angel said to him, Peace be upon you, O chosen son, our father, Yitchak. Now it was customary every day for the holy angels to speak to him. So he prostrated himself and saw that the angel resembled his father, Abraham. Then he opened his mouth, cried with a loud voice, and said with joy and exultation, Behold, I have seen your face as if I had seen the face of the merciful Creator. Testament of Yitzhak 2. And so there you have it. The Malak, a.k.a. Angelos, which stopped Abraham from going through with it, according to Testament of Yitzhak, was none other than Abraham's celestial counterpart, resembling him in every imaginable way and form. The heavenly messenger was so true to his father's form that Yitzhak cried out. It was as if he had seen the face of the Creator. For Yitzhak, the most stunning realization of all wasn't simply that his father had a doppelganger in the heavenly realm. The angel who resembled his father was Mikael.